Chapter 16 of The Art of Money Getting. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Recording by Jill Preston. The Art of Money Getting by P.T. Barnum. Chapter 16. Don't Read the Other Side. Of course I did, and so did everybody else, and I learned that the man had made all independence by first attracting the public to his business in that way, and then using his customers well afterwards. Jenin, the hatter, bought the first Jenny Lynn ticket at auction for $225 because he knew it would be a good advertisement for him. Who is the bidder? said the auctioneer as he knocked down that ticket at Castle Garden. Jannon, the Hatter, was the response. Here were thousands of people from the Fifth Avenue and from distant cities and the highest stations in life. Who is Jannon, the Hatter? they exclaimed. They had never heard of him before. The next morning, the newspapers and telegraph had circulated the facts from Maine to Texas, and from five to ten millions of people had read that the tickets sold at auction for Jenny Lynn's first concert amounted to about $20,000, and that a single ticket was sold at $225 to Jenin the Hatter. Men throughout the country involuntarily took off their hats to see if they had a Jenin hat on their heads. As a town in Iowa, it was found that in the crowd around the post office, there was one man who had a Jenin hat, and he showed it in triumph although it was worn out and not worth two cents. Why, one man exclaimed, you have a real Jenin hat. What a lucky fellow you are. Another man said, hang on to that hat. It will be a valuable heirloom in your family. Still, another man in the crowd, who seemed to envy the possessor of this good fortune, said, come, give us all a chance. Put it up at auction. He did so, and it was sold as a keepsake for $9.50. What was the consequence to Mr. Jenin? He sold 10,000 extra hats per annum the first six years. Nine-tenths of the purchasers bought of him, probably out of curiosity, and many of them, finding that he gave them an equivalent for their money, became his regular customers. This novel advertisement first struck their attention, and then, as he made a good article, they came again. Now I don't say that everybody should advertise as Mr. Jenin did, but I say if a man has got goods for sale and he don't advertise them in some way, the chances are that some day the sheriff will do it for him. Nor do I say that everybody must advertise in a newspaper or indeed use printer's ink at all. On the contrary, although that article is indispensable in the majority of cases, yet doctors and clergymen and sometimes lawyers and some others can more effectually reach the public in some other manner. But it is obvious they must be known in some way, else how could they be supported? End of chapter 16. Recording by Jill Preston.